From Breaking Bad to Calling Soul, agents led by Son of Call. Oh, Game of Thrones, who's the next to die? House of Cards is full of lies. Supergirl just flew on by. We're chilling, watching Netflix. How much time's gone by? We're talking TV. From suits to supernatural. Talking TV. Blacklist and the Rebels. Sherlock's Big Bang with Orphan Black. True Detective bombed at second crack. The Walking Dead. Arrow and the Flash. DC Chat. Terry, hello. Hello. Mitch. You're doing. Yeah, well, <laughs> what a week. Oh, I can't even look at you, Terry. <laughs> Before we started this, Terry's like, what about that? I can't even look at you. <laughs> so much to talk about. I feel for everyone that was in the kitchen at the same time that Ben and I were this morning because we managed to have a conversation without actually saying anything. We said nothing. But to everyone else around us, it must have looked like we were just sort of like either upset with each other or something because we were we were in such close proximity but just mm, mm, <laughs> exchanging looks so i feel like we're on the same page but you know oh, yeah we were on the page no one else knew that we were talking about three superhero shows oh well well actually i was only really talking about one, one. okay sure yeah you <laughs> mentioned another one but i really just was stuck on the one <laughs> okay so before we get to that mitch time codes you're putting them up yeah yeah, and you know what? I feel like this is a week you just want to listen to the whole thing. Yeah. But the time codes will be in the description of the podcast. Regardless. I think at the the last one we're going to talk about is probably <laughs> going to be the biggest. Are you sure you don't want to talk about that first? I really do. But no, we should start with Supergirl. So straight away at the start with Supergirl, the, yep. the previously on, and I was like, no, please, no Cyborg Superman. Every time he says, I'm Cyborg Superman, I'm like, oh, no, you're not. You're shit. <laughs> it's just such a stupid name. It really is. Mitch, is it a comic book name? Is it a thing? Uh, there is. Before. Yeah, I know. I, I answered as vaguely as what I'm going to now. It is a thing. I don't really know what that thing is, but there is a character, I believe, that has been identified as Cyborg hyphen Superman. Buy all the comics and just rip all the pages <laughs> with him. <laughs> <laughs> now, I was a bit worried too, but thankfully it ended up just... It, it was almost like a reminder of him to help you better believe something else that was coming up in the episode. So. Yep. Yeah. How did we like the episode? Yeah. Oh, no, I did. I You liked it? Yes. There was a lot of no, I d- oh, I can't. accidentally and... vomiting in my mouth. Oh, really? No, yeah. I thought, like, honestly. Right at the start right with the, the flowers. Start, yes. Oh, no, 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 no. Why did she have before, to bring in flowers? No, before the flowers, she delivered a litter of puppies. Oh, yeah, well, I yeah. Just, oh. But that's kind of, you know, that's what Supergirl Yeah, you know, does, and, right? and throwback as well to, you know, I think the first Superman movie, like him saving a cat out of a tree. Yeah, but like hang it's on. that wait, sort wait, wait, wait. of. She just had sex the yeah. night before with another super being. Yes. And she gets up super early so she can. She's you in know... a good mood. She finally got some. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I just realised something. They didn't destroy the bedroom. No, I know. That bed must it's be just... made of. Hey, maybe something. They might have been having, They might have, be having levitating sex. They can both oh, fly. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Can he fly? I thought he could just jump. Oh, well, she can support him then. You know. <laughs> yeah. That's why he was on top. Yes, yeah, she can. <laughs> yes, yeah, she can. Don't worry, Mon. I've got this. Okay, but I've I, got this. For her to bring him flowers and then, uh, what did he say? You're such a gentleman. Yes. Is, yeah. Was that just odd? 
Or is it just me? I think you guys are thinking too much into it, honestly. I I, th- I thought that was just a bit of... Like, she's up, she's up, she's going around doing stuff. Like, the fact that there were five armed robberies going on around the, that, that city at one time. Like, this isn't Star City. This place isn't that bad. Like, yeah. it's yeah. all, you know, it's all puppies and flowers and stuff going on. But uh, she, for me, it's like she's bought flowers for herself. But she's come home, she's seen him going, oh, here, these are for you, as a bit of a gag. Like, yeah. it was a throwaway gag. It, you think it, they were for herself? Yeah, I don't think she actually brought him post-sex flowers. I thought really? she did. So did I. I thought that was the whole point to, yeah. to go, nah. oh, yay, And maybe, but I think there was so little emphasis put on it that for me it was a throwaway thing. It was, yeah. I think right now we're giving it more thought than the writers did because it wasn't meant to be anything. <laughs> we always give it more thought well, than the, the writers the, Yeah, these shows are yeah. guilty of that. No, for me, I, I did like the episode. For me... And if you're listening to this uh, and you're going to listen to the rest of this podcast, you're not moving around. Uh, I thought this week as a whole, all three of these shows, but this is the best collective week we have had in a long, long time. Yeah, I would probably agree with that, actually. Yeah. 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 It had still- some comedy at the start uh, yeah. when they walked into the building. He is hopeless. I know. Oh, we're dating, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he'd last a little bit, but that was absolutely quite funny. And then when they directed them to HR... And they're like, are you serious? Yeah. yeah you actually That's gonna... right. And Alex walks off going, yeah, and you're going to have to fill out some But since when are they co-workers? <laughs> I thought that was interesting. Yeah, he's not on contract. No. No. He's, he's, I... Isn't he, he's though? A, he's a freelance sort of soupy guy. Hey, he's got a swipe pass. He's in. Yeah, but everyone seems to have a swipe card for that place. <laughs> Including? <laughs> Dean Kane. Yeah. Yeah, he gets well, his thing, you know. Back. So I actually back. wrote that down before Monel even had an issue with it. I'm writing down, hang on, he's been with Cadmus for 15 years and they just Give him a blah 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 blah. Yeah. Seriously. Like, come on. Seriously. They are. So I was. Oh, I've got so many notes here. <laughs> Summer in capitals. <laughs> it's just so crap. I think it was Win goes. Yeah, it's a suspected weapons facility that Cadmus have. Well, if it's known, why if it's suspected, yeah. Yeah. Yep. why don't you go check it out? Yeah, <laughs> See, why, why didn't ne- they check it out weeks ago? I never exactly. rewound it. Oh, this is one we knew about, but thought, you know, that'd be a good story. Yeah, as if she'd be hiding out. out there. Yeah. See, I never rewound that. I, I only thought about it about, you know, 30 seconds after going, hang on, how did they get alerted to that thing? And then they obviously went on to say, oh, we got an alert when they make a video. Why did we get an alert for this? Which is obviously a big question mark. Everyone should have been questioning his the nature of his return a lot earlier than they were but uh, no you're absolutely right like that was just such a little throwaway thing so we can get to the real story but I for whatever reason I, I read the description of the episode not like you know two line synopsis and it said that you know Monel was um, weary of Dean, why, Dean why Kane's would you, return. Why I, would you do that to yourself? It was two lines, really. Like, it doesn't tell you what the film's about, but... Yes, it fact, does. It tells you the whole thing. It just said, he comes back and such and such is weird. I'm like, okay, good. It's called Homecoming. The episode's called Homecoming, all right? So there was really only a couple of things that it was going to be about. We've been teasing Jeremiah's return for so long. Either way, in that pre-credit scene rescue... I'm immediately thinking, okay, well, this is obviously going to be a bit sus. Now, I probably would have thought about that anyway, like you guys clearly did, but I was, in a way, looking for it. But, um, yeah, that that was such a, like, by the way, this is... Never mind why we know about this being there and we've never checked it out. Whatever. Yeah, that was, that was shit. That was shit. It was shit out. And so Kara and the Green Martian, John yes. Jones, 
saved him from the back of the truck, right? Mm. Yeah. Yep. And then, so they've presumed, I know they can fly fast, but they're the ones that are bringing him back somehow to the DEO and he mm-hmm. walks in the building. So then Alex runs over and hugs him, but then Supergirl comes in and hugs him as well. You just saved him. You've yeah. already had your hugs. I know. Stop being in the picture. It was like she was in the picture for the sake of being in the picture. It was shit. Why give give Alex a chance? Yeah, <laughs> that was just weird. And see, that's why I like the th- almost the three different approaches to Jeremiah's return in this episode. You had Monel, who after that stupid thing at the start that we've already spoken about, where he's just like, "We are dating everyone." I'm sorry, Cara. I just couldn't help myself. Now it's not weird. I'm like, man, this is the bumbling idiot that you don't want to be, but the writers seem to be wanting to force down our throats. That I don't want you to be, but whatever. Because and, he was so evil and vampire. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he <laughs> takes a turn. Where he's the first one to go, does this not seem a little weird to mm. anybody? Hang on a second. He tries to tell Kara. Kara goes, you're a bit of an ass." Wait a minute. But then, Do you want to know what she says? Until you learn what I say counts, this isn't going to work. Oh. Hey, what did you think about that? pissed off. <laughs> Why? Where the f*** does she think she is? I'm so sorry. I just, oh my God. Seriously. Oh, well, I thought it was a fair point. That, in that part, it was kind no, of fair. Unless you, until you learn what I say counts. <laughs> oh, wow, you hate her. Yeah. No, see, I thought that's why I like this episode more uh, than definitely last week and, and ones previous was the improvement on her being such a whiny little bitch. Because I, I, well, I did miss that line. In, in fairness, I did miss that line. I'm wondering what I would have thought in the, in the context of the episode was there was no... It wasn't as, as heavy as what it has been the last three or four weeks since they returned from the mid-season break where she's just this whiny teenager for reasons. You know, I I don't know. But the mon her version, and then you had Alex who was just in complete denial about yeah. her father. No way, no how. Even though she's been working at the DEO longer than Kara's even known about a DEO. Yep. And her father's been missing. It's her real father, obviously Kara, adoptive, whatever. Either way, her biological father been missing for over half her life, almost, I guess. Um, yeah. Complete denial. So there was that three levels of, of trust and, and I, I, I don't know, I, I kind of liked that the majority of people slowly caught up and I was waiting for almost a, a bit of a scene where maybe Alex admitted that she had had doubts but couldn't admit that to herself as well, but that never came. So she was the idiot, but again, everyone yeah, see, was wrong coming in. I found end, it and, clunky. It was just so obvious and plotting. So obvious. So okay, so he's gonna be right. Monel's gonna be right. I wrote down here. Monel's spot on. Yeah. And Terry will be hating how stupid Supergirl is. <laughs> Did she write that? I wrote that. Terry will be hating how stupid Supergirl is. Because I was hating it. I wanted to throw the remote at the TV. I was like, come off it. What are you talking about? Yeah. How can you be so high and mighty? And just so, just ignore obvious parts to the whole. Like it was so frustrating watching it. Yeah. And then, and clunky as I said. Like okay, now Supergirl gets it. Okay, who's left? Oh, now we need to wait for Alex to get it. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, I was just. And see, so I think it would have been better served rubbish. if it was a bit Monellish. The way that he was introduced. Well, not that we saw him, but he arrived at the end of season one. And he was essentially comatose for two other episodes before he even woke up. It wasn't until episode three that he escaped the DEO and ran about. You know, that he was sort of this background story. I feel like, and again, this is the whole it's only a TV show thing, but really, like, Jeremiah escapes or is rescued. 
presumably in the morning, that night they're having a dinner to celebrate his return. That was rubbish. Yeah, right? Oh, was. man, it was so, so I rubbish. Feel like maybe he he's a guy who's been like 15 years. Yeah. He should be... Well, no, he hasn't, just, he's been active. Like We know he's been actively working. It's not like he's been tortured for 15 years. Like He was he was pretty able three, four, five episodes ago when he when he helped Kara yeah, and Monel es- escape um, the, uh, the Cadmus then. So it's not like he's in bad physical shape as far as we know. Yeah. But still, I feel like maybe he should have been rescued pre-credit style and then then monitor him as he's slowly getting better over the course of one episode. Come the start of next episode, that's where this episode takes Mm. place. Yeah, Because then it's like, well, whether it's been a day or two, in the audience's mind, we've had a week to adjust to the fact that he's gotten better. Even if it's only, yeah, like I said, 24 hours or two days in story time, we, the audience, the dumb audience, as we keep getting told that we are, have had a week to get it yeah. through our minds that he's now better enough to go home, have dinner with his family, and then get a swipe card, to the, tw- to as we saw in this episode, 24 hours after he yeah. was in Cadmus custody. Yeah. And he just happens to be, like, right outside the, you know, where all the... the- our mainframe and everything is, and that's where he yeah. sneaks in. And <laughs> it's out. like they've given him the key to the vault and said, "Anyway, uh, best of luck with now. maintenance work. It, you can use you it on that though, if you want." There. It is interesting on other shows that we talk about. Sometimes we want things to move more quickly. Yes, this moved a bit too quickly. Yeah, isn't it interesting yeah. how how we finally get something that is snappy <laughs> and, and goes like, fast? No. And we're like, no, it's not believable. Mm. So there must be a fine line Maybe we're in just storytelling. Never, never happy. Maybe we're just, <laughs> there's no pleasing us. Can, we're, we're like Kara. Can I go back to the dinner? Um, when they ended up kicking Monel out, yeah, oh, yeah, the dad at the, you know what I'm going to say, don't you? I've got so, another Terry note. So Dean, Kane, Jeremiah, he goes, I know who you are and Kara won't like it. And I'm like, yes, he knows I he's wrote, the prince. This is how I wrote, ooh, Terry is right. <laughs> <laughs> But is he? Is it as simple as he's the prince? Because what does that mean? Kara won't be happy. And why because would everyone Cadmus knows the care prince to know is that? A douche. Yeah, real... but still, she thought he was a douche anyway, and he's kind of not. So he could be the prince and not. I think it's it's got to be more than just the prince. If he is the prince, then he needs to be the prince who <laughs> is responsible for the death of many. Of his People planet. on Krypton or something. Yeah. Or he caused the death of Krypton. Yeah. It needs to be more than just he's the prince, I think. Now that, especially that, um, whatever, what's his name? Jeremiah, Jeremiah said that. Yes. The other point I really bugged me. So Wynn obviously went and, um, so Monel told Wynn, you know, oh, thing yeah, is. Yeah, in the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alien love. Yes. And then and then Wynn <laughs> finds Jeremiah is in the mainframe room. Yes. And then they have a chat with Supergirl and blah blah yep. blah blah blah. Then they go and confront uh John Jones and tell him, Oh, we've just busted um, yep. Jeremiah in the thing and blah yep. blah blah and you know, what were you doing in there? And he says, Oh, well I was looking up the files from the last, you know, twenty four months, blah blah. Seriously, wouldn't Wynn have checked what he was looking up before going to, you know, John Jones and saying, yeah. hey, we've just busted, blah, blah, blah. Like, shit house. Oh, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm either way on that, actually. Like, if you if there was someone that you were suspecting ahead of time and then the next morning you see him doing something he's not supposed to be doing, I think you probably... And, and it's he's potentially a sleeper agent for, or a double agent, for this global terrorist unit. Yeah, well, he went, would probably jump to the conclusion that's like, hang on, guy that's not supposed to really be here is doing something he shouldn't be. 
I'm going to go tell the boss right now and then him have it there ready to look. But yeah, it was sort of a bit strange when he's like looking through it on his on his laptop on his iPad going, yeah. "Oh yeah, you he, he's actually he's right. Yeah, sorry I did jump the gun, but I can believe why he would jump the gun, but it I don't know. Maybe just a poor direction of that that reveal scene, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Yeah. It reminded me he went full uh, Homeland at the start. You know, the first few seasons yeah, of Homeland, yeah. where it was uh, Brody, I think his name was. Yep. Yeah, I-, I liked in this episode, but again, Mitch, I agree with you. It happened too quick. We didn't have time to second guess ourselves as to whether he was good or bad. Yeah. In my mind, right at the start, I wrote down first line: "He's a robot." Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I were talking about his hand, yeah, and what an arm that is. So he can defeat John Jones with one arm. One arm. Hmm. Yeah. Shit house. <laughs> that is just a pile of rubbish. Yep. As if. I know. Do you know what else was rubbish? So, you know, when John Jones and Jeremiah were actually fighting, they were all, I don't know where they all were, but they were away from um, D, the DEO. Yeah. Right? Mm. And then um, Supergirl could have flown back straight away, right? Yeah. She walks in with Alex and, as if she what, was sitting in the cars with them. We've got to get back immediately, and they ran out of the thing because it was a, you know, it was a, um, it was a, decoy. a da- decoy. And and I thought the same thing. Like Supergirl should go bang, yeah. like the and, Flash, and yeah. just be there. And yes. Alex catch the bus. Who cares? But nah, she's John Jones, and Wynn almost got his head ripped off. Yeah, she and has. he's yeah. and he's shooting the monitors. That really upset me. I I thought, okay, shoot the monitors maybe to, like, that's a starting point, sure, because it's good for effect, and then start taking out the actual servers. But the fact that there's, like, scientists... he's a genius. He's a genius. He's a genius. genius. I wrote down, he shoots the screen. What? (laughs) (laughs) Shit house. (laughs) And look, you know, you raise a good point with that. Uh, It it come back again at the end with the whole train ultimatum thing, choice you had to make. I thought... This Again. is the same problem that I've had, that the Flash and Supergirl problem, you don't know how to write proper issues, proper problems for these super-powered beings to be able to fix because Cadmus again say, well, you better go save that train. She like x-rays through the forest, sees the explosion, which was, you know, a very convenient sort of uh, backup plan that they had yeah. considering they didn't know they were going to get found out or located. But um, she could have gone and fixed that so much quicker than what she actually did but you need that dramatic effect for it was TV. cool how she went all uh, christopher reeve from the movie and yeah i actually thought she was going to do that with the second beam that she was going to have to act as the beam yeah uh, because she wouldn't have enough time but there was the moment where she went to get the second beam at the bottom of the canyon and then you see this train zooming fast and she's like She's coming up as if she was on a crane and being lifted on a job site, you know? Like, it was so slow compared to how fast we know she can move. Well, I thought that was actually slowed down for dramatic effect. But the train wasn't, though. Like, Yeah, the train. I get what you mean. They have done in the other other TV shows and movies where... Well, the flash runs fast and then you see the flash really slowly within the lightning. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, I can somewhat give them a pass. The rescue as a whole, I think she could have fixed that... So much quicker. It's, just, it's the problem with these kind of characters is that we don't adequately have the issues to be able to test them properly on TV. Yet. I wanted to see, and I probably shouldn't say this because I don't really want her <laughs> decapitated, but I thought, <laughs> you know, it's that comedy moment in cartoons where they'll do something like she did and she saved it and then the train goes past and the shot was 
She popped her head up and looked at the train go by. <laughs> ah, and then, and then bang, the another one hits her in the head. <laughs> <laughs> Terry will be happy. Alas, that didn't happen. No. And Alex in the forest, why she did... Do they have ices or are they gun guns? Or is that her gun that just destroys everything so it would have actually killed him? Because are you joking? Shoot him. I know. Yeah. He's Shoot him a in bad the leg. Guy and she didn't have to kill him. Oh, that would let don't let him go. Oh yeah, she's gonna let, she's him, gonna go. let him go. And of course they get back to the DEO and she goes, We lost them. You really? Didn't mm. lose anything. You're they didn't super even girl. Look. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh. Do your x ray thing that you just showed us that you can do, you know, shoot two hundred yards up into the sky. X-ray the whole friggin' forest. Yep. Yeah. Like, no doubt they're Cadmus, they're surrounded by lead and all that other shit as they did with their trucks at the start. But they were just running. They were. We don't know what... I mean, for all we know, as soon as they got out of sight of the camera, they're in some kind of lead-covered bunker. But... Convenient. Show us that at least once so that then we can believe, like we did three, four weeks ago in the Luther episode, that two humans can run one city block away from Supergirl and then get away from her, yeah. from her for yeah. good. Yeah, yeah it's... Anyway, so I want to step back to the start of the episode and it was only later on when he turned bad that it was brought up. But right at the start, I thought to myself, well, if he's bad, John Jones, He should be able to read, yes. His mind reading abilities are shit. They should have never brought them up. No, because he asked, um, he also asked Kara later on in the episode, how are you feeling or what are you thinking? And even my husband was like, isn't he supposed to be able to read minds? Yeah, but I don't mind that because he's a nice he's a nice guy that would like he he does it when he needs to do it quite yeah, clearly, not as often as he does. Yeah, but then the guy was bad and goes, "Why can't I read you?" Yeah, that yeah. was that <laughs> what? was that what? was directly to the audience going, "I'm a mind reader. I'm not able to get used to the fact this guy is a good guy. Now he's going to go bad. Do you understand? Yeah. You up to date with this audience? And now press play again. Yeah, just I don't mind the clunky. fact that he doesn't just read everyone's minds that he works with because he is able like Professor X and the X Men. Like he talks to his his constituents, his students, as if they're normal people having a normal conversation. Otherwise, he could just read all of their minds and be done with it. But a guy who is restrictive with his own powers, you know. Nah, I'm not buying it. It's just, it's clunky. It should be so much neater. Hmm. The way, and just, oh, I don't know. And the writing, I don't know, the dialogue, like Alex saying, you're either with the family or you're not. What? Yep. I like Kara's reaction too. It was like, you... You can't say that. And I'm like, yeah, you kind of can't, actually. Like, I was just waiting for her to make that crucial mistake as a character and probably as a bit from the writers as well, where she said, oh, he's my father. Well, he's my real father. Or something like where she, like that 12-year-old jealous sort of girl of her comes out that this alien shows up and goes, by the way, she's your new sister now. I was just waiting for that. And thank God they didn't do it because that would be a real tough thing to come back from. You know, you can't just wrap that up at the end of the episode saying, oh, sorry, I said that. Like, that's a pretty hurtful thing to say because, really, Kara is yeah. one of two surviving members of her race and this is her adoptive father. It's as much her father, really, as it was uh, Alex. Uh, I'm with you this week, Terry, and <laughs> she just pisses me off. Yeah. She's, oh, and- she goes, it's so, I see clearly now. What? So now you see clearly. Yeah, and she's still... Didn't apologise to Monel. No. Nah. He comes back to check on her and see if she's okay. Still no apology. You know, yeah. I'm sorry, I was wrong, I was a bitch. Nothing. Again, though, that, those scenes at the end, um, you know, she's a bitch, whatever, move on. But <laughs> Detective Hot and Alex, the, the acting and the chemistry between those two mm. is 
amazing. Mm. Like I'm believing that they're really in a relationship, and, and the interactions between those two aren't clunky at all. It's it's it works. It's compelling to watch. Yeah. And a quick shout out off the back of that too for Helen Slater, uh, obviously playing uh, Mrs. Danvers. You know, showing up for a very very brief cameo scene in that dinner, essentially. You know. Mm. Um, and Dean Kane turning to her and saying, oh, thank God we can just get back to the way things were. She's like, no. Like, I love you. You are my long-lost husband, but I don't, I don't know you, you anymore, man. You've been gone for 14 years, presume maybe twice as long as they were ever even married, you know, yeah. like, uh, or just as long as they were married pr- uh, previously. So I think there was a lot to say, especially in the middle of the episode before he'd really went evil, that she needed to get across in like two or three lines. And I thought she did very, very well, you know. I think... Dean Kane in in hindsight it was his character trying to figure out how to lie but at the time I was a bit like oh, I don't know that he's handling this scene very well because he's trying to come back to his family and I didn't quite believe him but maybe you know him knowing where his character is going to get to at the end of the episode he conveys a guy that's hiding a lie in a truth or something like that so uh, I thought she did very well in a very very limited amount of dialogue to get across exactly what she needed to so Good on you, former Supergirl. <laughs> um, and I want to touch on Win with his uh, with his, his girlfriend. girlfriend. Fabulous. That is so cute. It's so good. He is getting more and more Cisco every time I see yes. him. Yes. But he may be out Ciscoing Cisco. He's oh, good. I don't know if that's possible. I don't know. Can He's anyone good. out Cisco Cisco? Well, probably not. <laughs> I, I'm looking at her with suspicion every time. The alien uh, yeah. Lyra. Did you guys think anything this week that she might be playing the long con and trying to uh, infiltrate the DEO or is up to no good or is she well, just good? it is the sort of CW thing to do, I guess. Mm. But I'm trying to... I, I like Win, and I don't want him to be screwed over, so I'm trying That's, not yeah. to think that she's ultimately a, a bad guy. That's probably exactly why they're going to make her an ultimate bad guy is because Win is so lovable. Yeah. For me, it's because she hasn't evolved as a character from being a purely, like sex animal that she was two weeks ago when we first met her. Like, all Why she does she to do, need to evolve? <laughs> Why does she need to change it all? She helps answer questions that we're trying to at the moment. But like two weeks ago, meets him in a bar. She just wants to have sex with him. Then a surprise that he actually wanted a relationship. She's like, fine, they're going to stick around. Wynn clearly had the greatest night of his life when they when they got together. And then we see her in this. She just comes up and just all in his face. It's like, I can't wait to see you tonight. And he's like, oh. Yeah, looks looks at looks at Monella. Sup? I'm tapping that. You know, like she's just there as this crazy new girlfriend that all they're doing at the moment is having sex. So I kind of feel like if she was going to be more and not going to eventuate into a villain, they might have just peppered in a little bit of extra character there in this episode. But the fact they haven't, I'm yeah, I'm still holding out uh, judgment for sure. Mm. And did Monell? I think he looked at her a little suspiciously. But then yeah. he's just a hot blooded like, male. Just, yeah. yeah, yeah. I wish I was tapping that. Instead, <laughs> instead I got the whiny chick who buys me flowers. You know. So Cadmus at the end, they've got a spaceship, they've got that bomb, and um, they said Earth will be free. Earth will be free from what? Aliens. Aliens. So the bomb is only going to kill the aliens, and is the agreement that Jeremiah has with Cadmus. Is that to spare his two daughters, or Supergirl? Or at, at least, least one. Oh, I reckon it'd be to spare Alex, I'd, because they want Supergirl dead. Hmm. So. Well, yeah. I could believe that that would be his deal. He would say, "Look, 
I don't care what you do to the rest of them, just leave Kara alone. And they'd be like, yeah, sure, no worries. Kill her anyway. You know, yeah. It's, yeah. It's not outside of them to go back on a deal. But what are they going to do with a spaceship? I want to know what the spaceship... Is the spaceship right or is it just a plane? It looked more like a spaceship to me. Why do they need a spaceship if they want to save from aliens? Or are they going to take the fight out? It could be a you know a, a, an airborne, you know... I don't know. I guess it's a, it's, a te- something. it's a teaser for the reason is we're not supposed to know. Yeah, it's true. And, well, haven't we got a few teasers in the upcoming episodes as well? Boom! All right. Well, should we move on to <laughs> some, uh, some Flash? Flash. Okay. Yes. So uh, last week we had Attack on Gorilla City. This week, yep. Attack on Central City. And we got a lot more of uh, Wells on Wells. Yeah. Mitch, Jesus, straight that was away. hilarious. I was thinking Mitch is going to be loving oh. this. The first line, I'm a genius and you're a moron. And then he spits his, <laughs> like, he's been rushing his teeth, he spits it into his coffee. We're just like, oh, my God. That was a bit rough. That was pretty yeah. full on. Like, he's always been a bit of a dick, though, that Harry. So I was, he, he sort of was following a, a suit. But I, uh, you know, just a little quips there from HR. He's like, are you, are, you're, you're a front-to-back guy. What are you talking about? The way you brush your teeth, like, that's so interesting because I'm a back-to-front. and he's oh, around just, all these, or I'm around the guy. He's like, there were so, so many little differences between us. I wonder what we'd all do if we all got in a room together. And I'm like, yeah, you would think that. Harry can't stand to be in the same room as you. But I've always loved, we've always loved Tom Kavanagh in this show. We mm. know that they cannot do without Tom Kavanagh in yep. this show. However, they bring him up. And right now he's playing his, what, third character? I mean, if you bring together all those other you know, teasers to other Earth uh, Harrys and HRs and stuff. He's probably played like 12, but really we've seen him in three different characters uh, so far in The Flash. But I don't think I truly appreciated him until I saw him in this scene. And he reminded me a lot of Tatiana Maslane from uh, from Orphan Black. Now, while she has a tougher job because she's playing six characters sometime in, in the same episode, room, yeah. all in the same episode, that one scene... I'm watching Harry and HR have a conversation and I could almost look past the fact that it was the same actor. They really were two different people. Yeah, I I did completely. I switched off to it. The way that his muscles were and his face playing Harry was just so like emotionless and those glasses obviously helped but just the way that he his body language then you go to HR and he's he's so animated and he's lively and his eyes and things and I could honestly... If you didn't know, you thought it was twin brothers, I'd forgive you because he was so good in that scene. And it just proves why this show cannot do without him. Did you guys think that when it started, it was a Valentine's episode? Oh, I was really worried. So, same. I'm like, (laughs) hang on. two weeks behind. Yeah, exactly. Two weeks ago. But it was... Friends Day with all the love hearts. It still kind of was a Valentine's Day episode. It was. It was late. Because they're saying it's like Valentine's Day on our earth. It was a a Valentine's Day episode. um, Barry was doing romantic stuff Yeah, I think it was Valentine's Day. It was late. It was Mm. just, I've I've screwed it up. Yeah. It could have made so much more sense. Not that they would put in this line just for that reason. If they would have said, hey, well, we missed Valentine's Day when we were on Gorilla City on Earth 2 last week, so blah. Yeah. yeah but yeah, but um, no, they didn't no, need they to, that. yeah, because they didn't specifically say, like Supergirl did, that it was a Valentine's Day episode. So In the opening credits, and the shows each week do change their opening credits mm. if they need to. I remember with Arrow, it seemed to be changing each... Oh, no, it might have been Flash would change each week. I, he would say, I was the fastest man alive, or I am this, or I, now I need to do... And it seemed to just... They would do a new one each week to suit the circumstance. Mm. For the last two weeks, he said, I'm the only one who's fast enough to save Iris. But then two weeks earlier, he said, 
he asked um, Wally, Wally, you're going to be the one that's going to save her. Yeah, and it's like, well, hang on a minute. You, you're a you're a speedster. Jesse's a speedster. Wally's a speedster. Earbuds are speedster. But and you've like, uh, but you've actively asked Wally, Wally to, to save it. it. Yeah. Save her. Shit house. <laughs> <laughs> there was an arrow reference as well. Did anyone catch that? Or with him with HR. The, yeah, with the Cupid thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he no, he mentioned something about the the guy in the green. Yeah, he said I'm not no good with a bow and arrow. Yeah, like Made yeah. lessons off Oliver. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they should have called him up, skyped him, or something. That would have been <laughs> crossover style. I like the reference to uh, Star Wars, but not Star Wars. Did you guys pick up on that? It's when um, Jesse Quick was in the jail and Cisco was oh, trying to convince her. Yeah. She goes, are you going all Luke Starkiller on me? That's right. Not and Jesse. Um, Gypsy. Oh, Gypsy. Gypsy. I yeah, actually, Gypsy. I, said, I looked at Jason and I said, what did she just say? Like, mm. I thought that's what she said. Yeah, yeah. But then I was like, who the hell's Luke Starkiller? Is that yeah. meant to be? I think it's the alternate right. version. Yeah. Well, for oh, anyone who yeah. doesn't know the history of Star Wars, that's what it <laughs> Star Wars was originally called The Adventures of Luke Starkiller. Oh, oh really? Yeah. So Luke Sky. Then he changed the name to Luke Skywalker. I don't know whether it was like a you know twentieth century Fox coming and go. You can't name a character or the hero in a PG thirteen you know rated film, Starkiller or something. Whatever that he changed the name to Skywalker. But his original name is Luke Starkiller. Well, there you go. Yeah, mm. A little bit that. of extra information. <laughs> so maybe Mitch. in that alternate reality, the legends in a previous timeline only half changed George Lucas's mind to. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, Hang on a minute, I can't... My head's already blown this week. It can't happen twice. <laughs> now, speaking of blowing up heads, the device that Harry built for Joe West's head looks suspiciously like the same device they used in Legends yeah, the, to control the, the minds yeah, of the, King Arthur. Yeah, the little circly sticky-on things. Yeah. Is that the same thing? Yeah, probably the Is same the prop. same prop? Yeah. Just digging through the box. This will look... That, that was they, a little they bit remember too that we used that in Legends. Yeah, I, don't know. <laughs> I thought it was um, like Caitlin and Cisco were talking, and and she was telling him that you're gonna yes, you'll meet somebody, blah blah blah, and she's probably just around the corner. And both Jace and I looked at each other, and we like we knew straight away. And in comes Gypsy the second that she said that. So it was a little bit too. It's really corny. Yeah, well, it is corny, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Can Grod mind re- um, control the speedsters, Barry? He obviously has a great problem because there's no reason that he shouldn't have done it at some stage of this episode. So I'm, I'm immediately trying to, you know, think back to season one, and yeah. then when we saw him in season two before they sent him off to. I'm uh, sure to he City. took control of Barry. I thought he had at some point too. Yeah, the first episode actually. The first that they yeah. came across each other. Yeah, you're right. So why with there's three speedsters there? There's obviously some, yeah. There's obviously some way that they fixed it back then that they don't even mention anymore. But surely when we've got Wally and Jesse around, they go, "Hey, by the way, he's going to try and do this. If you just do this, it won't happen." You know? Yeah, it's just I'm a bit confused. It's a long time ago for I think any audience member, especially when we're watching just in this franchise alone. We're watching four shows. Suddenly, we're getting a throwback to two seasons ago. Like, we're the dumb audience, guys. Remember, that's mm. what you tell us every week. Just remind yeah. us. Yeah. And and Barry saying to them, any advice, don't get caught. They won't let go. Just phase. Yeah. Phase through their <laughs> hands. Yeah, I know. Bit disgusting. Might get a bit of blood on you, but you'd be right. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. I also, um, Solovar, and we, we really only saw it in this episode as opposed to last week, but Solovar is also 
telepathic. Mm. So I thought Grodd was telepathic because Wells, the original Wells, who was also Earbud, made him that way. Mm. So how the hell did Solovar, how is he telepathic? And why is he telepathic? Was that just for the sake of the episode that they needed him to also be telepathic? Well, that's a good point. I think, well, for me, he's the Earth 2 version of Grodd. So obviously not through Harry Wells like uh, it was on Earth 1 with uh, Harrison Wells slash Ebard Thorne in, uh, in season one, but that's what I've... T- and the fact that they've got a gorilla city, so I guess whatever happened with Grodd on Earth 1, it's tenfold on Earth 2, and they've sort of, like, pushed them all off to this, you know, subcontinent in Africa somewhere. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I don't I, I don't know either. It was sort of just like, a, just accept it, guys, because it's a gorilla city. It's awesome, yeah? They're, yeah. we're, they're wearing armour. Look, they've got shields. Oh, did think you about see, it. Did you see the lightning spear yes. this time? Yeah, I did, yeah. Anything in nah. that? Just, nah. just a weird nah, spear. A bit of fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I enjoyed this episode. Mitch, last week you fell asleep, washed the dishes, folded some washing. I don't know. You you weren't into Attack no. on Gorilla City no. at all. No. Too much CG. I found this week much more enjoyable. So much better. Yeah. So much better. I really like this episode in comparison, yeah. Last week there were so many plot holes in it and we were going, but yeah, but this and that and this and that. This week I didn't really see too many. No. Same. It was just enjoyable to watch. It was. I really didn't write much about this one at all because I was enjoying it. And I don't know why. I don't know why it was a lot better. It just was. No, I'm. I'm not sure really what it was. I, I don't know that I can uh, that I can put my finger on it. But um, it it definitely helped that they didn't you know over rely on the CGI. Then again, they had this full army you know waiting for them. The fact that that was a nice surprise for the audience that Gypsy arrives. They sort of, you know, get her out of her little head spell and then it's like, oh, by the way, oh, hang on. I guess they're all here. You know, he's controlling her from our Earth. You know, you can't do a trans-dimensional sort of thing. So, um, and the fact that it it wasn't just that as an episode, whereas last week we were all in Gorilla City and it was so much to do with gorillas. Like, it lost me a bit at the end where it was Solovar v... Grodd and we're just watching two CGI things yeah. fight on a rooftop. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. Clearly, Solovar's going to win this, otherwise Grodd's going to destroy the city, and that's not yeah. going to happen in episode 14 of the show. So Solovar's going to win, but now I'm just watching two CGI creatures fight. I don't. I just don't care. And that already lost me as well. Like, when they all started running, I'm like, you didn't so... know the gorillas don't run like people, yeah? Yeah. Like, they don't they're run with, fours, They don't they? lift their knees up like they're in the army and they're doing training <laughs> exercises. Hey, but maybe they do on Earth. Yeah, too. right. It evolved differently. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks, guys. It was awfully convenient the reason why Gypsy was on Earth 2 and in Gorilla City in the first place. Like there was another mm. breacher that just, this other breacher just happened yeah, to. Yeah, but it's a yeah. TV show. Come on, come on. <laughs> Julian wasn't in this episode because he was in, he was in London. London. Um. And I'm, and I'm jumping but a little bit. But was he? Well, we have Savitar at the end, at the very end of the episode. Savitar is... Well, you think Julian Savitar. Well, no, but we know that Julian was linked to um, Alchemy, who yes. was linked to Savitar. Yes. Julian's right. not around. Savitar. I don't Comes know. I could be end. I could be reaching because of some other things that I'm wrong about, which we'll find out. Um, and Barry, he proposed to... Oh, yeah. Wow, I forgot about that until now, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, big moment. (laughs) Yes. I forgot as well. Uh, Yeah, it's good. That's one way to change the future, isn't it? Because if he gets married before then... Her name will change as well. Yeah, Yeah. I guess. God, so selfish. Doing it for the wrong reasons, Barry. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I know. I liked this episode. I really did. It, um, yeah, it, it was a good episode. Good hook at the end. Jesse's on that earth. and Yeah, well, on the relationship stuff, like I was just laughing in my head <clears throat> thinking how quickly this relationship, even though they've lived with each other for their whole lives, essentially, Barry and Iris, but like they got together. All of a sudden, Barry's like, oh, man, she might die soon. What are we going to do? Buy a house. Yep. You know, come move in with me. And, oh, shit, 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 she might die soon. What am I going to do to fix this? Marry me. Okay, sure. This whole relationship just seemed to really just, like, speeding through, no pun intended. But then you got um, uh, the the bit with Wally. And he goes and he talks to, well, they both, Wally and Jesse, talk to Harry and say, hey, look, she might live on this earth if that's okay. You know, we'll come visit, don't worry. He's like, yep, fine. Your happiness is, uh, is, is that's all that matters to me. I don't, I don't even care that my daughter's not going to live in my dimension. But then Jesse turns around while he's like, sweet, let's go find your place. She's like, oh, whatever. We're living we together, living bro. Together. <laughs> and you see him and he's face going, we got a stage five clinger here. <laughs> stage five clinger. And I can't get away from her. <laughs> But um, thankfully that didn't really go anywhere, that him being really worried, because that could have made her as a character a little bit unlikable considering up until this point like she's been she's been pretty good like we've got no reason to dislike Jesse she's always in a shitty sort of situation but she's come through not making stupid decisions generally you know and and she's not completely you know inept in in any given situation especially now that she's got these superpowers she can definitely look after herself yeah um but uh yeah just that little line I'm like oh you could be changing her here and I don't want you to do that and thankfully it became more about Wally going you know what maybe you should go back and live with your father and then Harry himself going, okay, I've been a bit of a dick. Poor, so. poor Joe's getting connected to the thing and they're like, this could fry your brain. And I'm like, don't distract him now. Don't distract him now. Hey, what's up? You're going to die? What? All right, let's get back to frying your brain. <laughs> My mind is clear. I'm fine. Oh, Did you guys expect him to draw a picture? I thought no. he was going to write... What he was seeing. Yeah, was I mean, odd. just a picture of one guy. And at the end of it, he just, he looked like they'd wiped his brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He didn't come back or anything. That is left at the scene with Joe there going, just staring <laughs> into space. <laughs> yeah, we can fix him later. Funny too that he draws a picture of the guy's face, but it's like he stopped just shy of like his breastplate where, where he'd have all his credentials were, yeah, exactly. as, as a person of the military. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh he's Well, he... we needed a way for HR to be cool. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so oh, yeah, that's a military thing. Yeah. Though. All right, let's move on to Arrow. Arrow. So, um, give yourself some balls. <laughs> Mitchell. Uh, you must have just you felt so vindicated at that point. No, well, a little bit, but I actually felt more vindicated last week. We didn't mention it on the show, but there was uh, a scene where Wild Dog and Terrific were going down there interrogating some bloke against a car and saying, you know, where is whoever they were looking for? And then Wild Dog ended up punching him in the face. After he'd given the information, Wild Dog still knocked him out. And Terrific looks at him and goes, see, see, that would have broken my wrist. And I'm like, yeah, it would have, because you're f***ing useless, mate. (laughs) Get out of the field. So it was good that, yeah, he's... Got to grow some balls, which he is there actually growing himself, you know, some balls. But he's doing what he should be doing, which is the tech side of things. So uh, even though they're going to be called the T Spheres or whatever, like give yeah. himself a good name. But um, who yeah. named him? Who who came out with Mister Terrific? He named himself Mister Terrific. It's just terrible. So bad. <laughs> so before we get to the obvious thing yes. we're going to talk about with the files that Felicity Felicity has. Now, obviously, we as the audience know that she is now 
in cahoots with the underground hackers and all the rest of it. And that in itself is going to be bad. But Ultimately. with Oliver overreacting, Diggle saying, oh, that, that could be a weapon. She hacks everything. I know, all in every episode. Yeah. She's always got access to hacked in, in, info. Yeah. yeah. So why is that? It's just so clunky the I way th- that it was written. I thought they built on it more this week, the fact that she said she's got access to dirt Everybody. on billions of people. Yes. And she saw nothing wrong But she wrong always with that. had done. No, but she... She could just go and find it. Yeah, but that's what I mean. She went and found it. Like, as an individual, I need something on Ben Clayton. I'm going to go look into Ben Clayton and see what I can get, rather than just have this plethora of information, like a whole Wikipedia of everyone in the country or on six different different bloody continents or whatever and just pick and choose and the fact that she didn't see anything wrong with that as being this overlord big brother type character just the blank sort of face that she gave back Diggle and was trying to be too Felicity about it like oh yeah you, you get it John because I'm making a joke about it. he's like Felicity don't don't screw around like this is some serious shit you've got she's like yeah yeah but it's nothing that different that I've been ever doing before so that's well, the way I, I'm with her. Yeah. I still didn't get Diggle's response. No, I, I, they I ask her I every know. week and to hack. And it was hack. the same as the yeah. other week when um, one of them dobbed on her. Was it Ragman? Like, dobbed on her. Yeah. Like, crossing the line. Yeah, that yeah. was in Russia. Sort of, yeah, that was, was poorly handled in the Russia episode. I'm, I'm completely with you. But then you. they reflected on it this week. Diggle yeah. said, yeah, you know, because, you know, Oliver said that to your, you know, they brought it up. Anyway, yeah. it yeah. was just, I do not get it. I get it in the way that they're trying to set it up because obviously she is now going to join the hacktivists and go mm. full dark. Fair enough. But the way the team shouldn't be responding to it's just I think if you put it though well. with the fact that she okay sure at Thea's request but still Felicity acted outside of Oliver, outside of Diggle to go after Susan and completely destroy her credibility and career to save which okay did benefit Oliver and and the idea of the green arrow, yeah. yes, but still it was something that he didn't agree with because of the methods. Like she could probably go and solve a lot more problems than what they're currently solving by using this technology, but then it would raise a lot more moral questions than what her actions have ever before because they seem to have only ever done what they needed to do. Whereas right now, at the at one press of a button with one fingertip, she's got more than she'll ever need to do what she has to do. And I think it's, it's yeah, it's the danger of the future of what she's doing. See, I, I'm, I'm not a hacker, so I don't truly know. But the way it's built up, at least on TV shows, these people are geniuses yeah. and they can just open up a computer and And go, all very good looking, mind you, in this show. Like every, every hacker they've ever met, good looking bloke, stunningly good looking girl as well. Absolutely. <laughs> so they can open up a computer and do anything they want. They go on the dark web and it's, everything's at their fingertips. Mm-hmm. So... A few keystrokes away, she's already got that ability that this thing gives her. Yeah. So I don't see the difference. Mm. I don't see why the team are reacting like they are to her. Mm. It's clunky. They didn't need to. They didn't need to write it in the way they did. Or maybe that is why... So, like, fast forward to the end of the episode, she's decided to join Helix. Maybe that's why they've put it in the episode that they're all pissed off with her, so that she has a reason to join. Like, screw you guys, I'm going to be a hacker again. Yeah, because sort of you guys don't like that I'm hacking, so I'm going to go and hack somewhere else. Yeah, Maybe. but again, that's just clunky shit. Like, she's been with the team for, what, five years now? It's just... Yeah. It, it's not, it's not a um, thick enough 
plot line to be believable at this point. Yeah. Hey, how many days do you reckon that episode was? Um, is this the again the Valentine's Day paradox? No, 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 no. <laughs> this is like, and I've noticed in other episodes of Arrow as well. But Felicity's wardrobe changes. Pretty sure she had four wardrobe changes, which means that was over four days. But I didn't think that episode went for four days. I didn't notice any days. She changes. always changed. So she was wearing a really nice pink dress. <laughs> <laughs> I, I quite liked that. Then she was wearing a blue one, and then I think she was wearing a skirt and a top. In another scene, and I'm pretty sure there was a fourth. But even if there wasn't a fourth, there was three definite wardrobe changes. Well, I would have said it was over a few days because you've got a, a you know, there's an impeachment hearing yep. going on. Um, there's at least two night scenes where they went out. So there's at least two nights. And so really, that's three days. <laughs> Every time Oliver puts on the Green Hour outfit, it's probably dark. You know, so if we see him wear his outfit three times, this yeah. episode's probably spanned four days and three nights. But I did, yeah, I didn't think about that. And thank God you're here, because as far as I'm concerned, these shows, they're the Simpsons. They're wearing the same thing throughout the whole episode. I'm not even thinking about that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, she always, so. um, well, I like her clothes, yeah. <laughs> so I notice. Yeah. All right. Shall we? Let's do Shall it. We? Come on, let's do it. <laughs> uh, so just before we do, I was watching and I saw a Vigilante go to the screen with the gun and go bang on, on Mayor Queen, and I went, Whoa, wait. So if he's the DA, he wouldn't want to kill. Mm. But I'm like, oh, maybe it's a it's like to try and fool us into thinking, yeah. okay, it'll take you, okay. But then Vigilante flipped over the limo. Yes. And then was trying to kill Oliver. I'm yep. like, that's not the DA. It's not the DA. Mm. But they still kept us thinking about it yeah, because, the, because DA the, yeah. well, no, the DA disappeared. Well, no, the DA disappeared. Yep. And then they got in the limo. Yeah. And yep. then he's there. And I'm he's like, there. oh, it's the DA. Yeah. It's the DA. And when What's-Her-Face found back. that little piece of yeah. visor and yep. the DA's like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. And we're like, For oh. me, Seriously. though, it, like, the only thing that... Okay, my first thought with that sort of stuff, when they've done it even in previous episodes, where the DEA is conveniently nowhere near the scene or the time of day that uh, the yep. vigilante pops up, is that he wants to keep his cover in the sense that if, even if he kills... The mayor, it's like, well, the DA is guy that he was always fighting for him. Even if, if lines and, and whatnot are ever drawn between the two to, to try and tie them together, that there's plausible deniability, essentially. Mm. But Vigilante, to me, doesn't seem like he's that stable. Like, he's just a guy that... He, he's like Oliver. He wants to go out and fight crime. Like, he's essentially black or white. He's kind of a good guy. He's just going the really wrong way about it. And that's the only thing that stops me is that he wouldn't be able to function as an ally of Oliver Queen if, as the vigilante... You're not going to sit here and tell me you don't th you didn't think the DA was vigilante. No, 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 this. no. that's what I'm saying. We did for the longest time. Yeah. But now that we're seeing that, that very scene where you see him like, uh, what did he do when he held the gun up to the TV screen? He just went like, bang. Bang. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, oh, man, you seem like, as the vigilante... You would do anything if the if Oliver Queen, the mayor, was here right in front of you now. You would put a bullet in his head. But you can still function as the DA with you, without your mask on. That you can be an ally of his and try and get him off these charges, and that you're his really good friend. Again, but that's happening I anyway. Well, that, that's, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, the, it the, is. <laughs> but with Prometheus, Prometheus has long stated, "I will destroy you." 
And we've said that's the thing with Susan. When we thought that we theorised that maybe it was Susan <laughs> or Susan was like one of two people, which is still a possibility, as two people that could be Prometheus, that she is as Prometheus trying to kill the Green Arrow while as Susan sleeping with Oliver Queen as a means of, at the end, when he's fully in love with her, systematically destroying him from the inside. Mm. They just, for me at least anyway, so perfectly s- served up the DA as vigilante. Yes. Mm. Yep. That I just did not even Question think it. that no. the DA is Prometheus. No. Just didn't no. even. Just, so, just, I've got written down here, mind on ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys say, so, okay, yep, we finally, we got the reveal. But as exciting as it was that we now know who Prometheus is, was it also a little bit of a letdown, the reveal itself? Oh, not for me. I was just blown away. Because, as I said, I had no idea. They led me down the garden. I was just along for the ride. Yes. And just had no idea. Even when Prometheus killed Vigilante on the rooftop, I I was still there going, but but, but, but how, how... how is but he? is the vigilante dead? No, no, because no, he's, he's not. Bo- no, but he's uh, we were led to believe. Well, he's he's gone. He's yeah. on the he, he got thrown off a he rooftop. He did a Michael Myers and disappeared at that. Point. Yeah, <laughs> he did something. Yeah, but even at that point, I was just what, 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 who, what, and my mind still now is struggling to put it all together. <laughs> See, what I was saying before is that where we, we we knew like what Prometheus has been telling us for this whole season is that he is going to destroy Oliver Queen and the Green Arrow because he knows that they're the one and the same person, yeah. yes? Yeah. He is going to destroy them from the inside. Yeah. For that reason, the DA should have been among our top two or three picks as to who Prometheus was. It but should have been. we were so transfixed, and it's either him or someone else that is vigilante. Yeah. We, we had were, Susan. We were thinking it was Susan. <laughs> That's what I mean. Well, like, she's we, the only other we non-regular had, character. Clinton so even got a every run. Every reason yeah. that we justified why a certain oh. person is probably Prometheus <laughs> is exactly... Like, we had another example right there in the DA, and we never even... We on this podcast never even thought no. it. No. Now, there's probably people that are listening to screaming at us going, you serious, guys? you serious? Obviously, it was going to be him. You've heard us for the last 12 weeks. We didn't ever think about these for probably the wrong reasons, maybe for the right reasons, but we were so transfixed on the fact that the show was both serving up the DA as vigilante that it was either too obvious that it had to be true yep. or too obvious that, of course, it wasn't the case. But we still had to think that it was him. And, oh, my God, but who's Prometheus and whatnot? But it makes total sense because he is there. He is stable. He is a psychopath. He is a functioning psychopath. As Prometheus, he is trying to kill Green Arrow. As the DA, he's not so much trying to kill Oliver in in plain sight, but he's there as a ticking time bomb waiting to be what that... Oh, I actually found a message that I'd, I'd written to you uh, last week, Terry, I, I can't think of what you wrote to me. Hang on one second. <laughs> you wrote to me, hey, um, uh, is Jason, your husband, just said that Prometheus could be Detective Malone and that he staged his own death. What do you think? It's probably more plausible than my sex change theory. <laughs> <laughs> just on that last point alone, yes, it definitely is. But I said, oh, it could really set it up to what we'd been teasing for the last couple of weeks, that it was going to be a scream-type reveal where at the end... 
the person reveals themselves and states all the reasons why they've been in plain sight the whole time. Now, when I say scream, it's that pretty much every killer in a scream movie has been front and center the whole film. Yeah. And has given you every reason why they're not the killer. And then at the end, it suddenly makes sense why there are the killer at the same time. So that is. That makes more sense for the DA than anybody else. The fact that he is there trying to make sure that Oliver doesn't get impeached as the mayor. But all the while, kind of, sort of steered him in a way that, that has destroyed the Green, the Arrow. Green Arrow. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so out brilliant. So, so well, right? The only thing that, that, that really let that down for me is that, save for the bit where it was really, hey, he's vigilante, where he, he took that piece of the suit, mm. everything from the moment that he picked up that phone in the Prometheus mask to call the police to report having seen Vigilante in the area, it was a sinister moustache twirling line. Like, he, he gets Oliver at the end of the episode, right? He says, I'm more than just your DA, Oliver. I'm your, I'm your friend. friend. Yeah. Like, every other line. Now that you know that he's the bad guy, you, you, you can look at that line differently. I just wish that they were able to write at least the rest of this episode. Who knows what they're going to do next week and onwards, but at least they had written this episode as if they weren't going to reveal who Prometheus was and then rewrite just that scene in the middle where they let the audience know who he was. Because so far, Okren, if you go back and watch every other line of dialogue that the DA has delivered as himself, not as Prometheus, but as himself, you wouldn't still be able to draw great parallels to Prometheus. No. No. Maybe, to, maybe to Vigilante or maybe as to someone who just yeah. looks guilty and really isn't. But only after they revealed him as Prometheus to the audience does it. It's so obvious now that he's Prometheus. Like the lines that he delivers up, it's like, well, that sounds sus. Mm. Why would you say it like that? Your tone is all wrong. And I think that's just where they they've just given in now. It's like, well, you're in on this on the secret, so why bother hiding, hiding it, it from you? It would have been yeah. much better if Oliver had said to him, "No, man, you're my friend." Bang, bang. Yeah, that would have been more powerful. Yeah. yeah, easy fix. Yeah. Yes. Oh. So the question is then. Yeah. Who's the vigilante? Exactly. And it's why, my it's Michael Dawn. Why is it these <laughs> bloody T spheres? Every time they've exploded on the vigilante, they've made what the vigilante oh, just magically so disappear. Not only both does, times. Not only is Curtis shit, <laughs> but his tech is shit. It's, it provides a smoke screen for the. It landed in his face and exploded. Yeah. But all it did was give him cover to get away. Yep. Oh, Curtis. You are shit house. <laughs> Just terrible. Um, one thing I did read last week, actually, and I don't know whether it was... Um, it, it, it gave away no spoilers to this episode, but now I'm wondering whether the article came out before or after this episode premiered. But uh, one of the producers or the showrunner or something said that Prometheus... Uh, uh, I don't know that this is. Going, I don't think this is going to spoil anything because it's it's actually not spoiling anything. You but be very careful, Mitchell. <laughs> it's almost like a, filling you in on a bit of a letdown. Right. I feel like I can do it. I'm not spoiling anything. I'm sure. maybe just taking something away a little uh, bit. Yeah, sure. The guy has revealed, vigilante will not be unmasked in season five. You will not find out who vigilante is until next season. Well, oh, well, you've spoiled what? it. They've, I'm saying now that's I'm what, every no, time no, I watch but, him, I'm going to go. Well, I'm not going to know. I'm what I'm saying is that they've, they've, telling, oh, they've told Jesus, us a lot of. That's the only reason I'm bringing up is that they've told us a lot of things that they have went back on. So, do you think now, especially with the reaction, I can imagine that is online with the Prometheus reveal, do they rethink it? 
because this season already has been such an improvement on last season, but on the last two seasons, really, it's getting back to its best, Terry's assessments aside, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that as a whole, it's getting better. They've found something that's really going to generate a lot of noise with Prometheus' mm. reveal. Do they go, hang on, maybe is this the cliffhanger at the end of the season? Do we reveal it to be... God, Tommy Merlin or something like that, you know? Do we yeah. reveal it to be someone that no one ever thought of, considering now our chief suspect is out the window? Yeah. Or is he a nobody? Is that the thing? Is Could Vigilante it? just a punter? And that's why it's not such a big deal that we see who well, he is. there's no other new people. Like, um, during the, the episode, um, there was a period where the Vigilante was on screen and Susan was in the same location and so was Quentin because even my husband was like, oh, it's got to be Quentin. I'm like, well, no, it's not Quentin. But during the um, uh, the press conference, Vigilante showed up, but Quentin was there and Susan was also there. So it's definitely not them. But there's no other hmm. new characters because um, Billy Malone was the only new character, Susan was a new character and the DA was a new character. They're the only new characters, apart from the new team. Team Arrow suspect that Prometheus... And I'll come back to Vigilante in a moment. Mm-hmm. It all circles back. <laughs> team Arrow feel that Prometheus is... Uh, is it Claiborne? Yeah. His son. Yes. That's where they're going with yeah. it. In their investigation, at least, anyway. So is the DA his son? Yeah, why haven't they figured that out? Because didn't they... They went to Claiborne's... The mother's yeah. house. I mean, surely with Felicity's Pandora, she could yeah. figure out what he looks like. Yes. Sure, he could have got some, you know, face change man action going on. Sure. Yeah. Or could Claiborne's son be vigilante and have nothing to do with Prometheus? And what Prometheus, mm. through his own research, has plucked out, made that all guy's the, a nice diversion sort of thing. Set up that thing on where Claiborne was killed on the roof and set it all up to look like a distraction to... It might not have anything to do with Vigilante. Maybe Claiborne's son is not Vigilante. Maybe Claiborne's son doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. But Prometheus, yeah, you're right, has just picked out a random case file that he could easily, you know, redress a scene to make it look like it's this guy... To throw him off the track. Yeah, Yeah. and because he's the DA, obviously he'd have access to all of those files too. And that could be the great reveal too, like penultimate episode, where they finally catch up with Claiborne's son. Oh, he's been living in New Zealand for four years or something. Like, it's like, hang on, we've spent months on this track. It's let us know where. Or they find him dead somewhere. Yeah, I hope that uh, in the next episode, it's not like they just brush over Claiborne and then go, oh, it, you know, we've we've just found out that it's not him. Moving on. Mm. So There needs remember, to be something bigger than that. Do you remember the episode where Oliver, this was a little while ago, Oliver was fighting, and now the problem is I don't remember if it was Prometheus or Vigilante, but he did the flippy thing. Yeah, which, it was which, Prometheus. It was Prom- so, yep, yep. so theoretically, the DA has been trained by... Well, like, we don't know because all he said was it was something that was familiar to me, wasn't mm. it? He didn't explain I'm what I'm sure it he was. said someone, like, he alluded that was a, a, a she. Right, so it could have been Had shown Talia. him that move. Well, we do and know then, that the, the flashbacks uh, always her. lead and culminate yes. at the end of the season. So Talia yeah. could be involved somehow. Yeah. And she is the one, as we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, pushing the book for him to go back to Starling City at the time. And and so maybe she is in cahoots with... Maybe she's a vigilante. Well, maybe she's had a sex change. <laughs> oh no, well, we vigilante! Don't know that the See, vigilante oh, I'm are... so confused. <laughs> yes, maybe well, we she's vigilante. Sure maybe mean... she's vigilante. Yeah. But then, why would she want to kill all? Oh. I don't know. 
Doesn't seem. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm so. They got me so good. That <laughs> I just. It's cleansed me of season four. It got me so well. I was just shocked. Yeah. I think that and Legends using Damien Dark in such a scene stealing, mush test twirling, cheesy way that they have. Yeah. It's like, well, this is a ridiculous villain, so let's use him in a ridiculous way in a ridiculous show. And then Arrow's gotten so much better since he was in it. And so, yeah, season four blah, 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 never happened. Let's pretend sort of it didn't happen. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There were some other things that took place in this episode, <laughs> believe it or not. I was still trying to piece together my mind. <laughs> I've written down here in my notes. I liked Thea for exactly one week. <laughs> that was last week. That was last week. And not this week. No. She is just awful. What a piece of work. <laughs> She's really turning into their mother. Yeah. I've got an appreciation of her acting skills to be that bitchy because I'm looking at her and hating her character mm. and it's she is acting like her mother. Yeah. Which I had no idea about until Oliver said, I went, yeah, you, yeah, you are terrible. Um, so Oliver and Susan had an interaction in the office and she said, you're working double time to save the city or keep the city safe. I'm like, wait, so she, she does know now? Yeah. That was the impression I That's got. That's a very big letdown for a reveal to her. Yeah. Well, she knows too. It was like a halfway mark of finding out through the episode. I forget the, the exchange of dialogue, but Oh my god, I can't I can't remember now how it was, but it was like she you could get away with saying, "Oh, well she basically found out that or, or suggested it to him and he didn't deny it because he knows whoever she tells isn't going to believe her yeah. anyway." And then at the end of the episode it's like, "Well, they've both moved past the fact that they know now." And she's like, "Yeah, it it, it is a giant elephant in the room." Yeah, and that's when I really sat up and I had to remember that thing. So, I'm like, hang on, what now you know cuz did now, I, am I right in suggesting that two more people in this episode, Susan and someone else, have found out that he's the Green Arrow? Who is the other one? Or am I just making stuff up? Because I feel like when she said that, I'm like, oh, there's another person that found out. In 42 minutes, two more people know he's secret. As if the team's not big enough. Uh, well, the DA, we found out the DA knew because he's Prometheus. Yeah, but, so was that it? but Oliver doesn't know that he knows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that who you're talking about, or another? Oh, one? I, another I don't person? know. Now, I'll move on. I, I, I was hoping that my oh, the doctor. Oh, sorry, oh, the doctor. Right. I mean, no, that she's, yeah. she's been in that was yeah from seasons. That ago. was from um, oh seasons, or was it just to do with um, uh, Laurel dying? No, I that was, was an episode yeah. he actually had to go to hospital That's right. and he Sorry. was wearing his suit. But d- was yeah. that did she get? And this is you know question without notice, but. Did that same doctor, did she appear when Laurel was... Or do, do even more people know now? Because when he brought Laurel in, he was dressed in the Green Arrow garb without his mask. He was yeah. like, this is my best friend slash love of my life that's dying right here. I don't care who knows what's going on because this is yeah, the most was important thing going on. But they would have given been. her a line if it was yeah, her, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. No, but that, that must have been it then because I'm like, oh, that's right. Yeah, there's a doctor that knows, and oh, hang on, now his new girlfriend slash reporter that really <laughs> hated him 14 minutes ago. Now she knows... Yeah, like who? By the he end of this know. whole thing, I'm expecting him just to come out and do a full Tony Stark and go, "I am the Green Arrow." Everyone yeah. just applauds him and then arrests him, and you know gets charged yeah. for Applaud seventy-eight murders. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know how the hell he's going to get out of this one because before he could turn, you know, he could prove that the Green Arrow was good 
and then whoever told the public that he was bad ended up being bad. Mm. Well, this time he is the person telling everyone that he's the Green Arrow is bad. It's a bit. So uh, how's he gonna how's he gonna fix that? It's a bit like the end of the Dark Knight, uh, the second of the of the Christian Bale Batman movies, where Harvey Dent, Two Face, dies as a villain, and they're like, "Well, hang on, him and Commissioner Gordon, Batman and Commissioner Gordon, said, look to everyone else." They didn't know he turned bad. Mm. He was the best guy in the city. He was the guy that was going to stamp out crime. They can't find out about this. Otherwise, they'll just lose all hope for everything in the city yeah. and coming back to, to life. And so Batman says, well, blame me, because everyone thinks I'm pretty much a vigilante anyway and that I've got questionable morals. You know that I'm good, but let's let everyone else believe that I'm bad because then his legacy is intact. That's kind of what Oliver's doing at the moment. It's, he's sacrificing the Green Arrow. Yeah, where it's going to come back, I don't know. I mean... I don't think that he reveals himself to everybody, but it's a long way back if you're just trying to get the green arrow to prove himself to be a good guy. Yeah. I mean, I guess at the end he could say that, as the mayor, he could say, we had to tell you this because I've been working with this, but I don't know whether the public's going to buy that because he's going on about integrity and Mm. always being honest and straightforward. That's a massive lie. No. No. Not into it. <laughs> so at the end, Susan gets um, the DA have a little interaction at the car and it looks as if he's about to abduct her. Mm. So yes. I get the feeling that maybe she isn't bad. Yeah, no, that's what I thought too because we've, uh, we've been asking about her and the whole idea that maybe there's two people that are Prometheus or at least working on Team Prometheus outside of Artemis, of course, that we haven't seen in ages. But... Why would those two, surrounded by no one else, presumably not being watched by anybody else, yeah, why have a they... dialogue yep. that would keep up the charade that she's good? Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, if it, it'll be shit house if it is, because you're right, they're away from everybody. That yeah. yeah. Spoken. There was no one else there. For me, then, now that I'm thinking about it, now that she knows that he's green ass, she's probably going to die. Because it's like you give someone who knows your secret... It's someone who he's in love with or falling in love with, he's sleeping with. There's a lot of personal connection that he doesn't have a lot of anymore. She might be first of the lambs to get sacrificed as Prometheus enacts his revenge. Mm. Well, we won't find out next week. Arrow's taking a break. Only three shows next week. Yeah, just to slowly catch up on all the other numbers. Yeah, I don't think they're ever going to You know what the best thing about this week was? No legends. Oh, come on. I just said that. I just wanted to say that to the room. But I just felt this week is a solid week, even though we had our problems with all the episodes. As a week itself, I thought the episodes, it it was a very good week compared to ones for ages. And then I remembered, well, hang on, Ledger's wasn't a part of this. It could have come in and really screwed up the average. So um, thanks a lot, Legends. Mitchell, Feel free to take next week off too if you want. Mitch, you go first. Um, Pretty straightforward. Um, Arrow up top. Flash, and then Supergirl. Uh, for me, it was a good week overall. It was only through talking to you guys that I realised a lot more problems, especially with Supergirl, than I than I had uh, previous. But um, yeah, Arrow, Flash, Supergirl. Yep, Terry. Well, just to prove, um, you probably can't see this, Ben, but just to prove to you that I'm not making it up. Yep. My order: Arrow. Yes. Flash, Supergirl. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to have to completely agree with you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Supergirl was by far and away the weakest for me. The other two were great. Arrow was great and the gorilla story was great. Great rap. It was just fantastic. 
Supergirl, it had some good elements and it, it did some good stuff. Yeah. But just the dialogue between the family and this the unbelievable clunkiness of how they got to just find out. It just took too long. It was just... Hmm. I want to give it zero. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, you know, I don't. I'll okay. give it one. <laughs> Can I just... <laughs> you're very much black or white with the ratings. This is what I love about you. And we gave you a shout-out in um, in our Logan review. We've got uh, our Logan reviews up at the moment. Uh, High Pitch Maddie, myself and Lincoln went to, uh, to see it uh, on um, the screening night, the night before it came out last week. And in our review, and Maddie brought you up, he said, look, you know, because he's such a mad X-Men fan. And he said, look, I, I really wanted to like this, but I think I'm going to sit on three and a half. He said, I'm not like Ben Clayton. I don't just come out and go, five stars to everything. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I don't do five stars to everything. Well, when you, I did like yeah. last year, I gave two five stars. That's not everything. Yeah, but I think every other movie you just didn't give a star rating to. Like, I feel like whenever you give a star rating, it's just five stars or it's zero, zero. stars. <laughs> <Yeah>. Shit out. <laughs> Well, either I like it or I didn't. Oh, and I love that about I love it. Nothing makes me more excited than seeing you come into this room when we record and you just stick your hands up going, five stars! I love it. I love seeing you excited. Supergirl did not get that this week. <laughs> no. No. Mitch, what else? Uh, speaking of Logan, you got one of those chats up. What else yeah. you got up on the website? No, that's, uh, that's the biggest one at the moment. Our Logan uh, non-spoilers and full spoilers chat. So if you've only listened to the non-spoilers because it was up a couple of days earlier... Jump back on it if you've seen the film, and we uh, we sort of break it down what we thought, and uh, you know how it relates to the other films, and what it might mean for not only the future of the X Men movies with its R rating and things, but uh, the future of all I think comic book films uh, ongoing. And uh, my interview with Danny Boyle, the director of Train Spotting T Two, uh, that was up there from last week. The film's still out, obviously limited release because it is a smaller film, but uh, do go and check it out. Did you correct the typo? I did. Thank you very much. <laughs> I put it up in my stupid Mac and. Corrected it to T2 transporting. Uh, so that had been up for way too long by the time uh, Terry saw it and, uh, and and filled me in. So thanks a lot for everyone else that didn't do that. Uh, next week we'll have a chat going up with uh, Dacre Montgomery, the uh, the Australian actor who is playing the Red Ranger in Power Rangers. Some other big movies coming out in the next couple of weeks. King Kong and uh, obviously Beauty and the Beast and Power Rangers in a few weeks. So check it all out in our socials, our podcasts and SoundCloud and iTunes and, of course, the website as well. I'm just looking at our scores here. You know, this is the first time we've ever given exactly the same, the same Yep. Feels good. And it was also, it wasn't out of order or anything. It was actually the reverse order that the shows were. Yeah, they got better. Yeah. As the night went on. And that's a good week, too. That's a really good week. I don't care if you're watching them one a night or you do what we all do and sit down for a superhero Sunday. And when it just gets better and better, oh, that was a good night for me last night. It was. Yeah, yeah. I could have went to bed early and I'm glad that I didn't because I would have sacrificed Arrow. And imagine oh. having that awkward conversation oh, with you in the room this morning. Talk or oh. Like, oh, imagine this. And I'm like, what happened? You're like, what have you done? <laughs> Get into geek.com.